Welcome back to another episode of Man Area. We're back after a long and luscious break. How long has it been? A few weeks, I guess, huh? It's been a few weeks, and it's it's unacceptable, but uh, we owe you more than that. But I want you to keep the expectations low for us. Yeah, yeah, don't get your hopes up. (laughs) Better yet, do, because we love to disappoint. Oh, yeah, you're right. You know what? Expect more. Expect way more. And get less. Maneria. <laughs> anyway, guys, we're back. Uh, we're super excited. We're we're um, we're actually back in the studio today. Um, we're going to record a few episodes, yeah. So you can look forward to our normal weekly droppings, <laughs> like rat droppings. <laughs> <laughs> we are the bubonic plague of podcasts. <laughs> That's us. Yeah. We and, start out small, but don't worry, it'll spread. Yeah, and to celebrate our our new season, our 2021 season. Uh, I don't think this is our first episode in 2021, but you know what? Let's call it that. Yeah, this feels like the first episode. Yeah, this is like our. What do you call it? It when you have a business, but your money year is different than your actual. The year? fiscal year. Yeah, this is our fiscal 21. This is our fiscal start. Tax season yeah. is over. We're feeling good. Uh huh. Um, I know that both of us have uh, gotten at least one decent check. Yeah, um, mostly from unemployment. Yeah, amen to that. Uh, <laughs> but we've, we we were allowed to uh, enjoy a lovely meal and uh, cocktail uh, before we started, so we are lubed up. That was lovely. And we're going to try a Roos Sour Grisette today. A Roos Sour Grisette. I believe that is it. Right? Yeah. My blind oh, you're going to read the rest of it. Can you read the rest of it? No, I can't. Okay, I can do that for you. Yeah. Um, so this is, uh, yeah, 2018 Roos Sour Grisette with sumac. I believe it's grisette. Which I... I gr, grisette? Gr, grisette? Don't do that. Grisette. All right, do that. That's nice. I like it. I don't mind when you do that. But it says it's with sumac, which is interesting, because the only sumac I know is of the poison varietal. Poison sumac. Oh, yeah, you're right. Poison ivy, poison oak, poison sumac. The three terrors but of there, the hiking wilderness. There are uh, Sumac is used in food. I'm not familiar with it. Huh. Um, I know I've messed with it on accident. I don't remember what it tastes like. So this is going to be an adventure. Oh, fun. And then the last thing it says here on the label is a friendship brew, which uh, since we're celebrating our first episode back, why don't you go ahead and pop open a friendship brew? All right. With my ornate, offensive South African beer. It's it's made of a horn. It's not an elephant horn. Don't worry about it. Some other animal that's not as important. You know what? Some animals actually drop their horns seasonally. I'm hoping that's what this one is because I'm an animal lover. Like a ram's horn or something. Uh, it's a rhino horn. Oh, that's really bad. No, it's not a rhino horn. I know. No, I, just wanted, I just wanted to piss off the fucking audience. <laughs> <laughs> I killed it myself right in front of its kid. Yeah, with all this weaponry. The color is lovely. It is. It's super dark, very cloudy. Cloudy and yep. almost to the point of a, of an amber. Yeah. Check that out. All right, cheers. Cheers. Nice. I think we caught that. Yeah. Oh, I like that a oh, that lot. That is really good. That is a good sour. Yeah. All right, so real quick, we're not a beer show. No. But, but describe this to us. Um, what you have here is a less yeasty, less vinegary sour. It almost feels like a citrus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is nice. And I'm not a beer snob. I drink Bud Light. But Michael <laughs> has shown me the glory of sours because he's kind of that asshole. They're beautiful. They are. And um, we've, we've done some adventures together. This is... I think could become a daily driver for uh, podcast hours. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Uh, so, Roos, South Grisette, uh, Sour Grisette. 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 
<laughs> Don't fuck that up, man. I'm trying so hard. It's a weird word. It's not a Z. It's two S's. Grisette. Grisette. And now, the best thing is if I'm wrong, which would be great, but yeah. I'm never going to change that. Yeah, I'm enjoying this. If anyone out there is French, uh, let us know the proper pronunciation of Grisette. Grisette. That sounds Italian. Grisette. That sounds Italian as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, it's Grisette. Grisette. Okay, I'll buy uh, and you know what? And that's the American translation of it. And, and you and I are tragically American. Well, if we're going really French, then wouldn't the ruse actually be rue? You don't pronounce that uh, No, because that would be uh, uh, X E kind of rue. Yeah. So I yeah, think it's ruse huh. because there's no E on it. But this is see. We need to go to one of them uh, fancy restaurants again. Yeah. And ask the guys who have it. Yeah, but not the waiter. The waiters never know. <sighs> Unless they're good, you know what the guy at uh, Butchertown Hall in Nashville—that's true. Yeah, he was the one who turned us on to the uh, the Barbie. Yeah, the Barbie Ruby. Oh, we had that on a prior episode, two prior episodes. Yes, I think. we did. Yeah, we were so very good. happy about that. Yeah. All right. Well, we've talked about beer. <laughs> um, <laughs> nice transition. What's on your mind, bud? <laughs> that was a nice hard fucking pivot. Yeah, that was uh, what we were talking about earlier. Uh, the um, crossing the Grand Canyon in one stride. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we're good at that. And now, so I'm I'm doing this over here, this directional. Uh, I'm sounding good. We're doing a little tech talk here, guys, because yeah, it it's our really first great. after the fiscal year. Yep. I feel this is good. Yeah. All right. Well, what's on your mind? Um. Well, here's the thing. All right. So we want we're we're still figuring out where this podcast is going, right? And and I think one of the directions we want to go to is we want to talk about more music, but we want to talk about the music that that we're working on. Yes. Right. So um, I think the first thing that comes up is we're still in the end of a pandemic here. Yes. And a lot of musicians are doing live streams. So I wanted to talk to you about live streams because I know you've done several. Uh, I've helped you on a few of them. And let's let's figure out like like what let's do the whole thing. Let's let's do a little bit of technical stuff. Yeah. Let's do a little bit about like what you're doing and let's do a little bit about like the future of of live streaming. Yeah. Okay? Okay. Well, first off, don't live stream. What? Don't do it. It sucks. <laughs> oh, why not? It's annoying. Um, there are moments when I literally feel like it's your fault, listeners. Um, maybe we should have all just listened to our CD collection. Or, I'm just kidding, our Spotify. <laughs> uh, like, fuck off with your live streams. They're a pain in my ass. I fucking hate them. But do you hate them, or do you hate like the, the complicated technical side of things? I... I don't know. I'm kind of a uh, dick. So I guess I, I blanket hate a lot. So I feel like when we're talking about live streams, um, oh, m my brother mentioned one the other day just in passing and I about chewed his fucking face like off. Like another band doing a live stream? No, just me doing one. Oh. Um, I don't like them. But when I'm doing them, uh -huh. when I'm playing the music and everything is done, it feels like I'm playing music. Well, because you're a performer, right? Like that's the whole thing with behind music is to perform. And yeah. I know there are a lot of different musicians. Some people are recording musicians yeah. and they don't want to do the live performance. Yeah. Other people like the writing, the recording is all side to getting up on stage yeah. and playing in front of an audience. And that's, that's such a fine line because what we run into a lot of, and this goes into one of the, the cruxes of, of the entire industry. Um, specialists are so important. But you have to prioritize because at the end of the day, if you get off on being on stage and writing and creating and being technically sound sound and savvy is not equally important, 
what's your output? Yeah, you're you're great at dancing around there, but it's minutia. So be fucking better about the thing that you're performing. Um, <laughs> be fucking better. That should but, be a t-shirt. Be Caitlin fucking Chase, better. Be fucking better. I'm going to write a song like that. Yeah. Um, I, I get really, really stressed with technology. I'm a troglodyte and uh, I've always been surrounded by people like Michael Darling who can make my live streams go really well. But there's so many factors in there. You know, you got your, you know, if you're playing with five to seven people, which I generally am on my big band live stream stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's technical difficulties and I work with incredibly talented people, but it's hard. We did the last one in between. We had a day of pre-production for my record mm-hmm. and then we decided to do a live stream because we needed to. Uh, my manager and my brother are very, very smart and they know we needed to because we're raising money for the record. Mm-hmm. But that swerved me so out of proportion because it was such a nightmare. We had to like kind of destroy everything we built in pre-pro to get to the live stream to then rebuild for the record. Oh, so you mean like like the, the actual studio setup? Yeah, because we had to do that. Like it, the way it was set up then because uh, Wildfeather... Uh, where I record, we were, you know, we just redid everything. Poor Zach had to fucking work overtime, and you know, and and we've decided that we are going to conquer the live stream. We are going to learn to make it our bitch. Yeah. Um, but I think that <laughs> I want to just give bad <laughs> advice and be, be like, they are so necessary. And another thing about live streams is there's no reason that every single club, amphitheater, stadium on earth shouldn't be selling live stream tickets now. Oh, I agree. Because if if my favorite band, some like mid-level weird band like Starflyer 59 or or you know or if Cigarettes After Sex decide to fucking play somewhere, I can't go, but yeah. I can see it live on my computer, I will spend 10, 20, 30 dollars on a uh-huh. live stream ticket. Make it a little less than the live ones or whatever. I don't care how you do it, but like I'll buy it. I will support the band. Like let's there's no reason the future is now. So it just needs to be figured out. And I'm still in the process of figuring it out. And until I do, my perspective is selfishly that I hate it because it's in the way of... There's a connection to writing songs, practicing songs, preparing your performance on the stuff that you've created, Uh and then playing it for a room full of sweaty people. It's like watching... um, comedy shows now live shows with no studio audience you know you have to we get we're getting used to not hearing the sound Mm -hmm. and that narcissism of playing live because we want approval which is inherent in what we do (laughs) when you don't have that you have to just rely on people dancing at home and i watched some live streams and enjoyed it so thoroughly i was in the moment i was feeling it singing along doing all that shit Mm -hmm. but on the other side of it i don't think that's happening I don't because it, I don't hear it. I don't hear those. Oh people. right, because you're not getting the feedback from the audience. There's an energy, not in a hippie way. There's a literal energy. Yeah. A scientific human DNA, sweat, yelling. I mean, I played in front of uh, ninety thousand people when people did this big hand chant thing where they pumped their fists forward. You could feel the wind uh-huh. from their hands. Like there's a real thing there. Um, I'm spoiled. So this live stream is a very sterile environment. So you have to kind of change your perspective on it. Um, But I can't stress enough um, for the rest of you, don't do it. (laughs) So yeah, it is, it is a bit of a technical nightmare, right? Because uh, when you do a live show at a club, 
you throw your gear, the gear you already have on stage, you already know how to set it up. You just do it. Usually there's the mic set up and that's kind of like the house sound. Yeah. And usually the drummer has to get used to whatever piece of shit drum kit is on stage. Yeah. Um, but they do it because they're drummers and they'll, they'll do anything you ask them to. Yeah. It's really weird. Drummers are strange people. <laughs> but then almost every good venue has their own mixer. Yeah. Right, so they're handling all of that. They do the whole mix. Or for you, you bring stage. you bring your front of house guy in, and yep. he uses their equipment, or brings his own, depending on yep. the level of tour you've been. Um, but you're already bringing in that specialist. I guess yeah. is that is the point. You you have a mixer, so yeah. you as the band, you're only worried about going up there. Yeah. You play your instrument, and you put on your show. Yeah. Right, but now live streaming, it's very DIY. Yeah, and I've got you doing the the film. I've got Zach doing the sound, but at the same time, there is still that okay. Now we have to have somebody on a computer somewhere else making sure that it actually all works. Does, uh -huh. Is the video glitching? Yep. Is the audio glitching? Uh -huh. Like, Which can happen anytime because of the internet. No matter what the fuck's going on. Yeah. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I think we can all agree that it's annoying as fuck. Yeah. But it is a necessary evil. Yeah, but I mean, that can also happen in a club, right? Like, all right, so you're at the club and, and suddenly an instrument goes out or... Or um, there's it's it's more forgiving there because we're all in the room together. We can right. I can like it's the pre prep. Like there's no one there to laugh with about it, <laughs> other than the people that are actively trying to make it work. That's true. Um, it's a totally different animal. Like uh, failures at a, a live show can become the best part of the show uh -huh. if you're there together because we're in it together. Mm -hmm. You know, if I break a string and can finish the song or. I've done things where it's like, I'm like, drum solo, and I'll have them do a beat, and while somebody's grabbing the other guitar, I'll <laughs> right. just tell some random story and then count us into the exact spot we stopped. Um, all of that feels very sterile in a live stream situation. And it's very forgiving, isn't it? Oh, like, yeah. even even in theater, like, when I yeah. think about theater, like, if an actor forgets their line or if someone doesn't make their their um, their entrance, yeah. Um, the whoever's still on stage can vamp, they can fix it, and yeah. you can you can fix it in real time, which is actually yeah. really... Um, Energizing. I think and when you're watching it on the TV or on the computer, because you're watching it on a screen and you're not there, I don't think you're as forgiving. Mm. You're watching what you feel is a process that has gone way farther. They don't, I don't think it's it's contained in that live atmosphere anymore. Yeah. I think they see this as, okay, I expect good sound and perf everything to work smoothly. And even though it's a live show doing the right. exact same thing, it doesn't feel that way. It doesn't feel that way for me. Uh -huh. I know it doesn't feel that way for them. And that's only probably a few people. I could be way oversensitive about this, but it's not the same thing It, it yet. It's going to get there yeah. in our, you know, watching those like Carol net shows, like watching them break and like Saturday Night, like that's what <laughs> it needs to become. But the problem is that not everybody wants to use humor people want to play shows right and so the live stream thing if your sound isn't good and you don't have that uh fuck it we're doing the best we can mentality mm -hmm. you're going to take them out of it because what do, what does the audience see the audience if you're lucky are 90 percent ignorant of all the technical oh things yeah that are required. they just want to see a show yeah and that's great that's what we want so what do they smell they smell fear and they'll come at you like feral dogs I mean, we've seen it in comedy shows. We've seen it in live shows. Like, if, if if you're not confident, I guess that's the crux of my hatred is that I feel less confident playing a live stream. Do you feel like it's because you're less in control of your relationship to the audience? I'm playing to a camera and not to a bunch of idiots that I don't care about. <laughs> no offense, guys. Um, 
<laughs> you have to have that attitude. And uh, performers who are watching this will know that if you put your audience on a pedestal, I will sweat, bleed, and cry and die for you guys on stage. But I'm never going to show you that you I'm I, you're here to see what I'm doing. And there's that kind of confidence that needs to be there. When I'm playing to a camera, you I'm playing to a camera of unknown people. Yeah, you don't get that feedback. Yeah, there's no feeling in yeah. that part. So you're reliant on you just feeling so, which is an era of, of, of respect in my mind Like that we're going into. It's like, okay, we really have to work on our personal relationship with our songs uh -huh. and our performances to... to to sell that shit and I've had it I've had a couple of live streams that were really good I've had a couple that I felt were utter fucking dog shit um, and that's not up to me to decide it's up to you guys um, but that that's where we're are we're, we're there now yeah so in addition to like so when I work with you guys we do kind of a high tech thing we do multiple cameras we've got the full mix coming from the soundboard uh, stereo mix, you know, it's it's as higher production we can do on the budget that we have. Yeah. Um, but also, you've been doing this weekly Kaylin After Dark yeah. live stream, which is really intimate. It's just you, a guitar, and a cell phone. Yeah. And that's kind of like, you know, it's the other side of things. Yeah. I think that those are almost more forgiving. Oh, absolutely. I have, you said it best. It's what it is. Everyone knows I'm on my my cell phone. I'm playing an acoustic guitar. I have no plan. Yeah. I'm hanging out with the fans and the friends, and uh -huh. we're just, I'm just kind of giving you an update into whatever aspect of my personal life I give you, uh -huh. which is generally just me on the guitar lying because uh, I don't <laughs> want you to know about me. Um, I love those when I'm doing it, but I have the same anxiety uh -huh. uh, and irritation leading up to it uh, because it's like I'm playing to a fucking phone. I'm playing yeah. to, and, and for, actually for me, until I get started and I lose myself in the songs and the jokes and things like that, it's even worse because now I'm not even working in a professional environment. I'm doing, I'm left to my own devices and I'm anything technologically speaking, but professional. Like I'm just garbage. I mean, they look great and they're a lot of fun. Yeah. It's, it feels good once I'm doing it, but like I, there's, I'm just getting over, I'm getting over being stuck. I'm burping in hiccups. <laughs> that was gross. I have the hiccups now. Um, this sour is lovely. It uh, is. Uh, I'm getting over being stuck in the old ways, you know, and yeah. we have to move forward and, and progression. I'm still having the growing pains. I'm aware of these things, which is why I'm telling you, uh, no one do live streams. Just <laughs> no one do them. Okay. <laughs> All right. But if you are going to do live streams, uh, you've worked with a couple different websites where, yeah. um, you know, not just... You, you've done your live streams for free on Facebook. You've done them for free on YouTube. Yeah. But you've also got a couple of sites where people have to buy tickets. Yes. What's been your experience with that? Does it does it actually like pay money? Is it worth doing? Like, what, what do you feel about well, it? Well, so the last one I did was a site where you could tip, but the show was free. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's better. The only issue is for those free shows, you have to give your email address and sign up. Uh -huh. There is a problem there. So I'm still figuring out, is it better to do something where you like, I do a minimum buy for my tickets of uh -huh. like 99 cents, whatever the the minimum is. Like, yeah, I think vid.co, is it co or com? I did vid and the last one we did was free. Um, yeah. And you I, could just tip, but you had to give your email address. I think the minimum was like $3. If you do a, a pay thing, um, yeah. it's something like that. And that's fine because like, I'm hoping that people just tip what they'd like and yeah. I'd rather not charge them for, because this is a another issue. I don't value 
live streams enough yet. I don't feel like I should charge five dollars a mm. ticket because mm-hmm. it doesn't feel real to me, and it is real. It's a real thing now. Right. So I've got to figure out what the best thing is. Is it better to just you know say, hey guys, if you don't mind spending five dollars. Don't worry about or or ten dollars, and I don't care about you tipping me. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to, great. Or do I do the thing I am doing? It's like, hey, this is a dirt cheap or free show. Get on your computer, and if you have some money to help support more music coming from me, do that. I mean, we're 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 just it's a different situation. Yeah, now. it's a, a whole different situation. That's why everyone other than me just don't do them. <laughs> I feel like. Um... Over this last year, especially, um, people, fans, uh, art, fans of art, fans of music, fans of performance—they've actually been really enthusiastic about it. Yes, they right? have. Right, and and I think overall they've been very willing to tip. Uh, yes. I, so I did a live stream on my YouTube show, The Apocalypse Post. I've only done two of them so far, um, and I haven't charged for either of them. They just went. First one went to Facebook for free. Yep. Second one to YouTube for free. YouTube had the tipping. I, I was able to get that on my account already. And I made, well, they tipped like 600 and, or six or $700. Oh, nice. I brought home like 400 because YouTube take 30%. That's about normal. I mean, that's not bad. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's more. I uh, Sometimes it's less. I mean, that's... If a, if a platform is going to allow you to get money, I understand that they need their money. I have, See, that's the yeah. one aspect that a lot of people are, are upset about that I'm like, guys, it's the only way it's going to work. That's true. And it's yeah. the one aspect that I have no issue with because I'm a capitalist, <laughs> I suppose. It's like, you know, I'll give you your cut. Um, I'm all about throwing money at problems. And if you're solving the problem of me uh-huh. getting tipped, I'll give you a cut. Yeah. Um, okay, that's a good point. It's But I mean, it sucks when people are giving you money and... It's some of it's going to somewhere else. It has to be kind of an understood situation that the reason you're watching this is because of this platform, right? And they're to for them to continue, they need to pay their employees. So, yeah, I'm yeah I mean, someone has to that. build that website and maintain it. There's yeah, so it's yeah. it's a reasonable thing, but it's this is the thing. I think we're all kind of in the same boat of like, uh, other than the fans who have been, I think. I think music lovers and art lovers, whatever you want to call it, I don't like art, the word, unless you think it's art. But if if you want to see something, you found a way to do it and you're showing support for it and continue to do that voraciously mm-hmm. and we'll continue to do it, whether we yeah. like it or not. And I'm not, I'll never, ever, ever like live streams, mm-hmm. but I will never stop doing them. And uh, it's because there's been so much hunger for that. You guys are thirsty bitches now. You want yeah. it because you've been stuck in your houses. So... Um, even when shows start again, I'm really hoping that we continue, you know, doing that. And I'm not going to stop doing Kalen After Dark. I'm That's already amazing. making yeah, it more you complicated. <laughs> you know, I'm going to get that <laughs> interface so I could plug into a microphone and make it sound better and have right. reverb. Yeah, you can get your little mixer right there. Oh yeah, I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it hard on myself. Yeah. But, Although, like cell phone, uh, I'm always kind of surprised now how good cell phone microphones are. Yeah. You know, they're really they've really come around. It's but you know it's never going to have that. I, oh, I want to. I want to deliver that. Like you know, I want to put a plate reverb on the voice, and I want to put <laughs> a compressor on the guitar, and I want to do all those nerdy things that are going to give you that close to sonic perfection yeah. that you're going to get. So, and especially if you're listening. Oh, that's right. Because now you can go through your pedals and all that too. Oh yeah. 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 Gotcha. I, I and even just an acoustic guitar, especially like all of them. Like yeah. I want this to sound fucking gangbusters for you guys. Uh-huh. Like. It's it's out. Of, it starts with selfishness, but it really does end in the fact that I am selfishly 
devoted to doing the best I can for you. Uh-huh. I do it for me, but it in turn affects you guys. And I want, I, I don't want, I don't care. Um, the fact of the matter is I bust my ass. Every single thing I do, I put insane amounts of pressure on myself to make it as good as I can uh-huh. because you deserve that if you're listening. Um, and that is yeah. all you deserve. Yeah. You don't deserve anything else though. I don't, you don't get to know who I am or what I think or feel. So fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> are you you're not one of those artists that likes to talk a lot between songs no uh, unless it's a bit or a joke um and I, once again i don't call myself an artist because what i do i'm a craftsman i build things i build songs um if you think it's good enough to be called art you can decide mm-hmm. but um the if you ever hear me say the term as an artist and people are like well what about like painters and visual artists and, uh <laughs> painters build color and yeah. and mixed things some paintings aren't art your stupid kids painting is not art it's garbage your kid sucks well i mean it's it's kind of art no they're being creative that's great they're creating stuff but what art is an elevated form art moves people and mm. inspires things art creates reaction if i look at your kid's finger painting i'm not moved it's not art to me that is a painting I'll buy that. So I'll buy this that. is and that, it's splitting hairs, but and yeah. this, I've gotten in some long conversations with people who call themselves artists. I'm like, you can't. I don't not. This is just me. This is just my opinion. Yeah. Um. This is how I keep myself in check because the lie of art, like what, you know, and what is <laughs> the art? The lie like, of art. <laughs> yeah. It's like I, I always joked about. I, I continually champion the lie of art. I'm just yelling in a microphone. If that touches you. And it moves you, and you think that it's sonically impressive, and you consider it a work of art. Amen. You can call it art, and you can call me an artist. I will never, unless God Himself comes down and says, Kaylin, you are an artist. I made you as such, and like then does a miracle to prove it, and I put my hand inside like Doubting Thomas, you know, all that shit. I'm not here to call myself that. I'm just, I just a guy who makes stuff. I love that. Yeah. I, that was actually some early advice I got in my painting days back in college. Um, uh, I was in a bit of a, a artist funk, you know, a writer's block, as yeah. it were, an artist block. Um, and my professor, this was my painting, painting two professor, uh, he came around, he looked at me on my blank board, and uh, he was like, you're blocked, huh? And I was like, yeah, I can't think of anything. And he was like, well, you know what causes artist block is trying to make something important. You're too busy trying to make something important. Instead, why don't you just keep creating and let someone else decide what's important? That's a really eloquent crystallization of everything I've been yelling about, which I think <laughs> if I could have explained it like that to people. Yeah. When I, I teach songwriting and stuff like, you know, to students and, um, and one of the things that happens to everybody, you know, I don't believe in writer's block. Mm-hmm. Or block. I think that you can block yourself. I think you can. Uh-huh. That's fine. But it's not a thing. It's not a disease. It's not a mental situation. Because guess what? Put your paintbrush in the green paint and draw a green line down the <laughs> middle of the thing. If you do that, you will build off of it. Yeah, you've started. Yes. Yeah. And so when I'm when I'm working with students who are like, oh, I got this song, I could never finish. I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. I don't have the 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 end of the chorus. I don't have the second verse. I'm like, cool. Write some shit down. Yeah. Uh, the empty page, you can make nothing out of nothing, mm-hmm. but you can make anything out of something. Oh, that's pretty. Yeah. That's where, that's my big like lesson. That. That's my I big like that. reveal that huh. I do. It's like, dude, I write garbage 
to fill in space all the time. And mm-hmm. then I come back and I take that garbage and I start making it better. And then once I get the, the middle of the road shit, because I might have one great line in the song, I'll change everything. And these are 30 minute blocks. I don't, I don't torture myself. Don't worry, kids. I'm not hanging out spending five hours on one of my songs <laughs> that touches your soul. It's yeah. quick bursts. And uh-huh. I, if it doesn't work, I, I, I go away. I leave it alone. Yeah. I'll come back to it if I remember it or it'll die forever. Um, the attachment, the importance that you're talking about to our stuff, which I think is exactly why live streaming um, is my fucking failure because I'm putting this fake importance on like, it's different than a live show because if it was a live show, I would have the same blase attitude. I'm going to just give you 110% of my body, mind, and soul play a show mm-hmm. and because of these technical things i'm suddenly thinking oh it's technical it's a weird internet show it's not so huh. i think i've kind of outed myself on the idiocy of it <laughs> well what do you think we could do to make live shows or online shows live streaming shows what can we do to make them better like uh, and i don't mean for the audience necessarily what can we do to make them better for artists is it the feedback like like what's what's the next step because i know that um, I've done several live streams, um, and one of the weirdest parts is when the artist finishes finishes the song, and there's no applause, there's no sound, it's just silent. Yeah. And they have to imagine like there's people out there and they're commenting like crazy. They're they're jamming the freaking heart button and the thumbs up. Yep. Like they're loving it, but the artist performing doesn't know. They can't see yeah. it in real time. They're too busy playing. I well, I mean, the cheater way would be having a, a sound effect of. <laughs> of an audience just, just hit just hit the uh the yeah. sample yeah um honestly what it needs to be is just a mental sea change um we just need to understand that knowing that there's hearts on the uh on the chat yeah is enough if you're doing a live stream you know get better get over it and that's what i'm gonna do uh, i'm just gonna get over it i'm not gonna stop you guys are gonna get to see shows and see that stuff and uh i think that we as performers just need to sack up. <laughs> do you do you ever um after your live stream do you go back and read all the comments? No. Oh, I always do. I, I don't read. Every I don't read my interviews. One. I barely listen to my own music once it's done. Once I've done final mix on it, um, until I'm learning it for a show, uh-huh. uh, I I kind of walk away from it. Oh, I I guess I do that too. When I finish a video, I don't like to watch it right away. Yeah. I'll, I'll probably come back and revisit it a couple of years and just like see how I've done yes. and kind of see it with fresh eyes because I built it, you know, like yeah. I'm never going to be able to see it fresh until it's been a long time. Yeah. Yeah. You got to get away from it. Um, I don't read my interviews. I don't read anything like that. Oh, like, wow. I don't do any of it. Um, but I, I'm a glutton for feedback. So all those comments, like I literally go through every one. I answer all the questions. I say thank you to his, you know, the compliments. Yeah. Um, and I love that. And then I as might... the comments come through over the next couple of days, like I'm, I'm going back and I'm finding them. Oh, that's see, that's that's probably the way to go. Like what, after live shows, even when I was doing bigger band stuff, I would um, go out and try to shake everyone's hand and sign as many things as I could. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I suppose that that's kind of similar. Of course it is. Uh, but it didn't. It's this is the difference because, like, yeah. to me, it's like going back. Like, do I have to watch the fucking video to see the comp- comments, or can I just look at the comments? Like, I don't. 
Some of them stream back, and it's really yeah. weird. You actually have to watch it in real time yeah. for the comments to pop up. So, I hate that. Um, I do actually have uh, my manager, Crystal, like, if anyone's asked me a specific question, mm-hmm. I do a thank you to everybody. And if there's something really specific, I will, she'll tell me and oh, I'll yeah. come back. Yeah, she's so really I'm trying to make. That. I'm trying to make, you know, I, I appreciate what everyone's doing, but, you know, there's a certain amount of mental damage if I keep living in that stuff. Like, yeah. I'm trying, I'm, I'm, trying to move linear linearly linear linear i'm trying to move forward constantly <laughs> like i want to i like yeah. when and like i know i have to play the same songs over and over but i try to treat it like stand-up comedy like the mm-hmm. performance is like a joke you know once the comic has done his set and that tour he has to write new material oh and, yeah and like we have to write new songs but we we have the luxury of getting to play the hits but mm-hmm. I like to think of shows and where I am as a singular moment. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I if I look back, I'm like, oh, that's a really cool move. I had, like, earlier in my career, like I saw myself do something cool on the stage. And working with, like, you know, business people, they're like, hey, man, you should do that every time. Like, no. <laughs> but I, I tried that shit, and it's always unorganic and oh, so contrived. And, yeah. like... Say like, no, I'm gonna do what comes naturally to me when I'm uh-huh. playing live. Um, I have this shitting kind of like I do a half grin, like one one of my things. Uh-huh. We did a photo shoot with the metal band Vimic I was in, and um, fuck, I did it once naturally, and then they made me do it every picture after to try to get the magic. Oh, that's and there funny. Was, it looked so stupid. It looked I looked like I had a fucking stroke. <laughs> um, so it's like I capturing. It's not. My my little sideways grin is something I do a lot, but guess uh-huh. what? I can't force that. I can't force oh, like the 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 moves I do on stage. Um, I'm not thinking about. It. I'm not a choreographed dancer. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, it's not how it works. So, I. But this is exactly why you know there's live streams that are that are going on now where people are are upping their game with lights and mm-hmm. and dancing and things like that. There's a different. Like maybe I should plan some moves in live streams. Maybe I should make some choreographed things to make this because it is an audio video thing now, not just a live performance. Right. And that, as a performer, I think I owe it to look into this. This is all the progression I'm going through right now, which is why I initially said fucking hate them <laughs> because I don't want to do homework, but I have to now. I have to for mm-hmm. you guys. It's your fucking fault. Um, just trying to make that show better. Just trying to make the show better. So like. You know, whereas if I'm playing a club, I can be wild and free because I'm going to play off the room every night, mm-hmm. ad-libbing off right, of the energy right, of the right. room. I don't have that. There, I think there's the crux. Yeah. You don't have... We talked about it a little bit, but I think there is a... Every show is different. It's every snowflake, you know? Mm-hmm. And you, I do different things every show. And reading your audience and feeling the energy of the room... So you kind of have to be more poised and positive and, and like creative about your shit, like the little things. Like, am uh-huh. I going to make, am I going to do, a, maybe I'll make the band do the same move in one part so that people look at us like we're doing a dance. Like that might be the way to go. So that's the discovery uh, that I think we're all in. And I cannot stress enough, um, don't do live stream. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah. So when you do your your solo live stream, it's just you and your guitar and a camera. Yeah. Or your phone. And then you're just like hitting hitting 
go live on like Facebook go live or on Instagram, Instagram, right? Yep. Instagram. Yep. And then when we're doing these kind of like built out ones, we're doing multiple cameras. We got a full band. We have a we have our our mixer masterer, mm-hmm. the man himself. Oh yes, the classic. <laughs> and uh, that's uh, Zach of Wildfeather Recording. He's he's actually really he's really good. Oh yeah, no, but he's he wigged out last time we did a live stream, man. Well, that's because he had to reset. He was building. He just bought the studio uh-huh. outright, and we had just rebuilt. Yeah, he's everything. in the middle of renovating right now. Renovating, like, literally everything. renovating and rebuilding the yeah. whole tech side of things as well. Oh yeah, the wiring the patch bay, and suddenly we we've already got drum sounds set up for our record, and now we're. Doing two bands on a live stream. Yeah. One is a seven piece. <laughs> Mine. It, I mean, you know, he, he he had a hard wig out, and fortunately, he used he uses humor, and he was never unprofessional about oh, he's it. A, but, he's a hoot, and but, when he freaks out, it's actually really entertaining. Yeah, well, he keeps it light like that because inside yeah. he's dying. <laughs> well, we take turns because on my side, there's always something that goes wrong with yeah. a live stream. It's it's almost impossible to get everything in order first yeah. try, and you know, even, like even after I hit. Yeah, go live. There's always something. I gotta sneak away from my console and like go fix a camera or something like yeah. that. And it always happens. But it's it's just part of it, you know. It's the yeah. live show. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah, he's used to doing recording and mixing and yeah. mastering and that kind of thing. Um, and so he had everything set up for that. And then you know suddenly he needs to do um, monitor in ear monitors for seven piece band. Yeah. And, and one of the one of the fucking um, patch bays wasn't routed right. Yeah, because we hadn't finished it up. Uh-huh. So now he's like str- scrambling to like jerry rig this shit. Um, yep, I get it. Like this is it's it's a lot of work to do these big ones, guys. Yeah. Um, and just like your hell, he had that. Um, fortunately, I mean everybody got through it. Yeah, that, that was, was a great a, show. It was a good. That was a that was. Oh yeah, one. and you lost your voice right before too. Oh yeah, no, no. I had a miserable time. It was a great show in the sense that people enjoyed it, and uh-huh. I'm happy. No, I was, I was as miserable doing it and finishing it up as I was beforehand. Well, you couldn't tell on screen. No, no. I well, the joy of playing for people will never go away. Uh-huh. I was equally as enjoying just being able to play music, grateful and and all that positive horseshit. But um, no, I never. I'll never watch it. Um, I'm never gonna see it. I'm not even going to look back on that because I was in the middle of making a record and I had to do a live stream because I need to pay for my fucking record. And thank you guys for your donations. But uh, It does you know. help. And it's, it's a really great way to, um, to not only stay in touch with your audience, yeah. but also for them to be a part of your creation. Yeah. And your, your, I mean, it's not a tour anymore, but I mean, it will be again. But to be a part of your music. Yeah. No, no. That's, that's the best part about it. Um, we figured out... Uh, we... Uh, smart people have figured out a way and <laughs> and beautiful fans have figured out a way to show appreciation and keep our creative process flowing. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's it's good. It's a good thing. Don't do it, yeah. but it's a great thing. Um, yeah, I think live streaming got a boost because of the pandemic. Uh, and I don't think it's going anywhere. So you did mention earlier that um, going forward, you'd like to see a lot more venues, a lot more bands, just live streaming in general. What do you think is the future of live streaming? Like, what are you going to latch on to? What are you keeping when the pandemic's over? Well, I would definitely, I don't see why we, why can't a fan in Russia watch me play? Like, people like seeing bands multiple times. I don't get Mm -hmm. that. Uh, Tom Waits is my favorite band of all time. (laughs) Uh, Man, band. I love his band. But um, I saw him 
years ago. I've seen him once. Uh huh. I don't need to see him again. If I can, I will. But my wife has seen like a hundred plus Pearl Jam concerts. Yeah, she's obsessed. Friend, yeah, and there's people like that, and I'm so glad. I'm so glad. So if you want to watch more than one show, and I come through town, and you want to see me in the next country, why shouldn't you? We yeah. have the technology now. Yeah. I think that every venue, and it's money in the bag. Instead of, like, think of, like, some of these venues, like, you could play a 250-person club in front of 10,000 people. Yeah. Like. Right. And and every, and the club gets the portion of the ticket. Like, mm-hmm. think of the money they're going to make. Now, I don't know all the details. Maybe I'm crazy. But it seems to me, like, if we don't keep live streaming and every venue doesn't put live streaming as an option, mm-hmm. come see me at the House of Blues in Vegas. Cool. You're in <laughs> fucking Brazil. Yeah. Awesome. Actually, so that's I, a really cool notion too is is especially the more famous the location. Yeah. Um like uh, uh Hotel Cafe in in LA. Yeah. They've been live streaming like crazy. Yeah. Oh, they they after me and Paul um they were going to give us a show on that and uh they just didn't. Oh. And then and, and we were like and Crystal was like, "Hey, you should do live streaming." So they start doing it, but our our shows are canceled. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. It's okay. We'll get back at them. Yeah. Um I have some plans. Nice. And um, I, I do have to give a, a shout out to another LA venue, Kulak's Woodshed, who they can it. fit like what a dozen people in there. Have I, have we talked about this before? I in the played show? Kulak's, and it's like twenty people, twenty five people. Uh huh. Um, but they have a multi camera. It's full mix live stream that they've been doing for ten plus years. Like oh, they, they are so far ahead. Yeah, and their sound quality is absolutely incredible. Like I would, like my original plan if I was still in LA was to do like. Every time they do it, every third Tuesday, like spend a year doing two songs and having a double live CD, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like with the right musicians. Like that was kind of a game plan. I was like, dude, I can just do that because their sound quality. Mm-hmm. All I had to do was perform well. I think I can manage that a bit. Right. Um, oh, thank like, you. Yeah. Oh, I get a little top off. Yeah, we're going to top you off. You're here. a good man. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is a really serious, thoughtful episode. Mm hmm. I hate it. Yeah, we we haven't cracked a whole lot of jokes. No, but you know what? I think this was actually uh, topical, and uh, yeah, and um, someone will walk away from this one maybe uh, uh, one or two percent smarter, whereas yeah. normally they're like seventy five percent dumber. Yeah. Although I did pinch my own finger with my butthole today. What? So I had um, <laughs> I had an itch that was like I was like, do I need to go to the doctor? Um, it was like incessant. And I was like, okay. So did the shower. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay. And you got you. And I was like, cool. Then I got it happened again. I was like, okay. Shit. Do I? I eat a lot of spicy food. Do I have the start of a hemorrhoid? I don't know. So I get in there with a wet, uh, wet wipe and a ta- and a and a toilet paper. Like yeah. I double up. Like okay. and I have the the bear. You know, Charmin, the strong. Yeah. And so I'm digging in there, and I actually kind of enter a little bit. <laughs> And the thing was, like, my butthole wasn't ready for that. Mm. And as I'm, like, kind of, like, trying to figure out if there's, like, you know, if I got a pepper seed in one of the spokes or some weirdness, like, the butthole, like, snapped back. What? And kind of, like, like like a baby's gum, like, um, like, my butthole gummed my finger, and I was, like, so uncomfortable with, like, the entry, like, just, like, the, like, um, like, probably... A quarter inch, maybe, <laughs> just a, the tippy tip tip of my finger. But it was like it grabbed onto, it and I was like, "Yeah!" And I, uh, 
And the cool thing was, uh, it was it was a hair from my long hair that, that kind of got wrapped around in the old spoke area and kind of really? got wedged in there. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. All right. Now we've done a fucking episode of Mineria. There you go. Yeah, I think you fixed it. I For all you who stuck around to the end, you're welcome. <laughs> it's been a pleasure, guys. <laughs> all right. So uh, live streaming. I can't get a can't get this picture of your finger being kissed by your butthole. Oh, no, gummed. My gummed. Friend. Yeah. <laughs> Baby gummed. gummed. gummed, gummed, gummed. <laughs> it snapped with, with alacrity, too. It's like, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> or you stay forever. Oh, my uh, yeah. goodness. You coming or you, you did, going? You did, like, wash up before we hung out tonight, right? That's that's what I did. Like, I was, the, the whole process was in the cleaning process. I was trying to uncover the And that's mystery. when I walked in earlier? No, that was after I masturbated. What? I'd already washed up, and then I decided to masturbate like an hour and a half later. You could have saved some time by washing up after. Why? Masturbating is, I washed my hands after I slogged off. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay. Yeah, it's like, yeah, that's the wa- only yeah. part of my body. Maybe my dick got sweaty, but I mean, I think we're okay. No one's messing with that. It's underneath the fucking, uh, it's underneath the Italian slacks. I can only think about, what was it, two episodes ago, we talked about your little gift giving onto your roommate's desk. <laughs> yeah. I can only imagine. My what... brother-in-law, my now brother-in-law's yeah. desk. That's what yeah. makes it art. Oh, boy. I love that he wasn't related then, and you welcomed him to the family. The best way you knew how. Well, actually, he was ostracized for a while. He got into dope and became kind of a, a, a numbnuts. Really? And he came back strong, oh, apologized, good. manned up, and then started fucking my sister. Wait. And then? Yeah. No, they weren't together Like when oh. he was ostracized. He came back into the picture and uh, just really was uh, a good dude. Okay, good. So, hey, yeah. a lot of people... Here's the thing. Some people... Will never change. Yep. Uh, but you have to always give them room to become better. Yeah. Uh, just because it's not going to happen doesn't mean it can't. And if somebody you care about cares about them, that's enough. Yeah. That's enough reason. Oh, shit. We're starting to deviate. So yeah. is there any other butthole things I have to talk about? Mm. Nope. I have nothing. Nope. Um, I feel like we should get out of here before we start getting deep That sounds again. good. Hey, you know what? Tune in next episode because who knows what we're going to talk about. This episode was brought to you by Lead. Lead. <laughs> It's metal. <laughs> Friend of the show. You're doing the lead bit? I just wanted to try it out. See if you, now you might have to edit if you want to save it for later. I just wanted to see if I could make you edit something. No, I'm going to leave it in there. <laughs> lead. Lead, lead, let us get out of this episode. Ah. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Man Area. Thank you so much, guys. I almost care about you. If you liked it, Please share it with your friends. Yeah. And if you hated it, share it with your enemies. And we'll see you next time, guys. We'll see you next time, guys. Let's just go. We're not even going to see them. We're just going to go. We're just just going to go. Let's just leave. Play the music. Play the music. Man!